Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tuesday. Um, episode number 501 of the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Woohoo! Ooh, look at us go. <laughs> We're, this, is, this is day one of the next 500. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if we can do it. Here we go. So it's Doug and Tom again. And um, Tuesday is typically a day where we hear a testimony from our guest, um, either um, a story of how God has worked in the past in your life or how God is working now in your life. And before we push record, Doug just shared that the Lord has been kind of talking to you a little bit about something. So why don't you share a little bit of what, what the Lord's doing with you lately? Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, and he's actually sharing this with my wife, Pam, also. So it's kind of together, which is kind of cool for us. But we've been both been feeling that God wants us to be involved in something with multi-generational, hmm. whether it's not necessarily mentorship, but with just hanging out with people that Maybe some of the wisdom and experience that we have had, um, we can walk with somebody through that. Hmm. And it, it goes as simple as welcoming newer, younger couples that come into Directory Point or people we meet. Or it, there's multiple ways, and we don't know what that is yet. But right. that's kind of what we've been feeling, how God wants us to be used hmm. down the road here. So is that just like recent in the last couple of weeks? or Probably the last few months. Okay. So we realize that we're pretty good at talking to people, and we're not afraid to meet people, neither one of us are. Yeah, yeah. And we've done that multiple places, not just here at, at VP, but other places too. And I just feel that that's something that uh, he wants us to look into deeper. Hmm. I mean, it goes—Paul talks about it in the New Testament, you know, the wisdom of older people and, you know, and the exuberance of youth and— Tying them together sometimes is really good, and I know there's been different programs that have tried that. I know that, uh, but it, there's something that we're we're searching and praying about. Hmm. Well, may the Lord continue to work on you and Pam, right? And may He land you somewhere, uh, right? I, I hope so. Yeah, just yeah, just yeah, just be open to that. What that would be, yeah. you know. I know you're involved in a missional community, correct? Right. So there's yep. a little bit of the multi generational stuff is. there. Yes, and but, we also I I'm part of a fantasy football. Oh yes. Which is multi generational. And guys, if you're listening, don't forget the old Doug here has some wisdom. <laughs> so, and uh, it's been really fun. I, I went with Matt and a few other folks, and it's, it's a really cool group. We have fun with football. We also share texts and pray for each other mm. and support each other through health issues, job changes. It's been really neat. Mm. I think that's kind of got my juices flowing sure. a little bit more, too. Well, thank you that you're here, that yours and Pam's ears have been open the last couple months to this, and may you guys continue to be open to what the Lord wants you to specifically do. Okay. Thanks, very Tom. cool. No, yeah. thanks, Doug. But before we move on, we have to do our KFC uh, oh, questions. Right, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're one for two so far. Okay. Again, your goal is seven. Okay, as the week goes on. What do I get if I get? Um, thank you. Or uh, good job. Or m maybe some chicken nuggets. Oh. Okay. <laughs> They don't have. They have chicken nuggets. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Here's question number three. So the name KFC was adopted in 1991. 
uh, to distance themselves from which word? Do they want to distance themselves from the word Kentucky or fried or chicken? I'm going to say fried. You are correct, right? With the whole health craze, you know? So they wanted to distance themselves from that word fried. So KFC was introduced in 1991. So you are two for three. Okay, on our way to seven, hopefully. All right, number four. During his lifetime, Colonel Sanders always kept the blend of 11 herbs and spices, you know, for his trademark or secret recipe in his own head. Okay. Before writing it down on a piece of scrap paper, which he kept where? Okay, where did he keep this piece of scrap paper with his secret blend of herbs and spices? Did he keep it in the glove compartment of his car, his wallet, his safety deposit box at the bank? Glove compartment, wallet, safety deposit box. Seems to me he was pretty secret about that, so I'm going to go safety deposit box. It was not. It was his wallet. He kept that little piece of scrap paper you in know, his those wallet. Those guys kept everything in their wallet. I know, yeah. I know. They're big bills, and a, along with their secret recipes. Shoot. So you are you are two for four. All right. There's still there's still that a was, chance. Yeah, I got to do my research quick. Yeah, yeah quickly <laughs> in the next uh, whatever minutes yeah. here. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Doug, for All playing right. along here. All right, so <clears> folks. <throat> uh, <clears throat> Doug and I are wondering, well, I don't know what we're just like, oh my goodness, Leviticus 4? Really? Yeah. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay, but we are, this is part of the story, right? From garden to garden or from creation to new creation. We have this part in Leviticus that talks about the sin offering. And I kind of looked, I kind of looked at like what happens before Leviticus 4, and that's where God is talking about different kind of offerings, like burnt offerings and grain offerings and fellowship offerings, and I think he's going to talk about guilt offerings in Leviticus 5. But in Leviticus 4, he talks about something called the sin offering, which is very interesting. Um, And so Doug is going to read verses uh, 22 through 31, and then we'll just have a little uh, discussion as, as best as we can based on this passage from Leviticus about the sin offering. It's very interesting, folks. All right, here we go. Leviticus 4, 22 through 31. When a leader sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden in any of the commands of the Lord his God, he is guilty. When he is made aware of the sin he committed, he must bring as his offering a male goat without defect. He is to lay his hand on the goat's head and slaughter it at the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered before the Lord. It is a sin offering. Then the priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. He shall burn all the fat on the altar as he burned all the fat of the fellowship offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for the man's sin and he will be forgiven. If a member of the community sins unintentionally and does what is forbidden at any of the Lord's commands, he is guilty. When he is made aware of the sin he committed, he must bring as his offering for the sin he committed a female goat without defect. He is to lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and slaughter it at the place of the burnt offering. Then the priest is to take some of the blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. He shall remove all the fat just as the fat is removed from the fellowship offering and the priest shall burn it on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him, and he will be forgiven. So, Tom, what did you learn about God in this passage? 
Well, first of all, I'm glad I do not live during this time um, because this is quite the uh, process here yes. to get sins like atoned for or to get sins forgiven. So first of all, I'm glad I live in 2022 and not uh, during this time in Jewish history. Me too. Me too. But for, okay, first of all, about God. Um, so what, what came to me is um, that God wants sin to be acknowledged Okay? And so he, he wants us to acknowledge our sins, and he, um, he wants it to be atoned for. Because I, th- I think God knows that sin separates us from him. Mm-hmm. He also knows that sin separates us from each other. And so I think that's why he wants it to be acknowledged. Like, okay, admit it. Okay, admit it, Tom. Okay? Our, our, our sin needs to be acknowledged, and, and but our sin also needs to be atoned for. And this is the way they did it in the Old Testament, right, the Jewish people. I'm so, like I said, I'm so happy I live now on this side of Jesus, Okay, knowing that yes. Jesus has taken care of it on the cross and by his time that he spent in hell, that he's taken care of that punishment for me. So I don't have to, my sins have already been atoned for. So anyway, that's what I learned about God, um, that he wants sin to be acknowledged and he and He wants it to be atoned for as well. How about you? It, I, I was going the same area. Uh, he knows we're going to sin and he knows we're going to sin unintentionally. And like you said, he provide, provided the Old Testament his Old Testament people a way out and he provided us a way out and both of those ways out included shed blood that's true and he it's just I mean that's how gracious how gracious our God is even before he knew it was going to happen thousands of years later he still gave his people a way out even if for unintentional sins right so and that made me that made me think. I'm going off topic here a little bit. Like it says, when a leader sins unintentionally, or if a member of the community sins unintentionally, I'm like, okay, I guess I sin unintentionally as well. Um, so I looked it up, and one of the footnotes had said it's it, it's the type of sin that comes from just your weakness of of your character, right? We're all broken people, and it's the kind of sin that just comes from yeah. we're we're just sinful people, and we're just it's just we're just weak in certain areas. It's not intentional. Okay, but it, it's that kind of sin that this passage is talking about. It is talking about that mostly, and it's and it, so. What does that tell you about people? Well, what I wrote down here is that okay, um, that we're forgiven. Okay, I kind of underlined the word forgiven a couple times here in the different passages. Um, that our sin has been atoned for, and again, we're, we kind of said this already, but we're, we're pointing to Jesus right now. Right, because he's the one that did the atoning for us, and because of his death on the cross and his shed blood, like you mentioned, that's why I can stand here forgiven, and you can stand there forgiven, forgiven as well, and you as listeners also. Um, and just just the fact that um, that we can be brought back into a relationship with God again, as I wrote that down too. About that's what I learned about people that we people, even though we sin, can still have a right relationship with our Father. Right. Yes. And I, I kind of wrote some of the same things, is especially with unintentional sin. Um, people, well, when people need each other, especially in a community, and and there's more of that this week too, because if you see me do something unintentionally and you go, Doug, that's a sin. I go, mm. oh, thanks, Tom. Right. I, I need to make that right. Right. So people need each other. Sometimes for this for the unintentional sins because he makes it very apparent that we're going to sin unintentionally and sometimes we might not even realize we did right and it could be you know you can name whatever it is but it's uh, that's that's one thing I learned about people 
how God made us yeah. as people. We need each other also. Right. Same community. So. Well, I know in, in, in the discipleship circles, we, we often talk about invitation and challenge, right? And I think that's that challenge piece there, right? Correct. I mean, that's yes. what we're in relationship with people, and we do have to, every once in a while, challenge people and, like, uh, you know, steer people back in the right direction again, or, so, you know, and so, yeah, totally get that. How about, like, um, as we kind of get towards the end here of today's episode, like something that's standing out for, like, you specifically, Doug, or something that you're like, hey, because of this sin offering passage, I, I hear the Lord saying this to me. Uh, I What I wrote down and what I, he talked to me about is realize, admit I've sinned, and use the process. So our process is different than this process, but there's a process. And the process is coming clean before Jesus mm-hmm. and saying, um, you died for me. I accept that. I want to be forgiven. Please tell the Father that. Right, exactly, because he's our our mediator in between, right? Us and the Father. Yeah. And I wrote down, um, I am so glad that I don't have to go through this sin offering thing and and bring a a goat or whatever without defect. And I'm so glad. I'm just so glad that I live on this side of Jesus, like I said earlier. But but what I heard the Lord saying to me, Tom, was um, show it. I mean, if you're excited that, that Jesus is is your savior and like he like he was we talked yesterday about him being our deliverer then show it i know when we sit in when we sit here in church on sunday mornings there are some people that do a really good job of showing their excitement and i'm like i need to be more like them you know to show my excitement over jesus and what what his sacrifice means to me right. you know so that's that's what i heard the lord saying good. to me okay so very good yeah so folks uh thanks for joining us on this tuesday and um yeah, just go into your day knowing that, um, that yes, your sins are forgiven. Jesus has taken care of every single one of them, even the ones you haven't done yet. Um, and just be excited about that and, and live your life today just showing that excitement. All right. All right see you Talk back to here tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.